look, I, he's going he's gonna to beat me up. But Brendan Schaub said the same thing, so that kind of made me nervous. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I said something the same as Brendan Schaub. Oh, no, Chris. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Welcome to episode 20 of A Fighting Chance. I'm Jared. We've got Sal. And hey. it's, an honor to, it's an honor to introduce on this exciting episode, we have Chris Beast Boy Barnett. What's going on, yeah. man? Woo! <laughs> hey, man, how are you doing? It's awesome to have you here. Thank you. Man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Finally uh, getting around to it. <laughs> you know, running around for a while. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. I, I know I was uh, kind of badgering you a little bit, but I'm glad we, uh, we finally <laughs> no, got, man, I'm, got it I'm, done. I'm that type, dude. I'm yeah. that type. Like, I need that. Like, because I, I will honestly, I'll sit there, talk to you, uh -huh. and five minutes later, I'll be like, okay, I know I just talked to him about something, but ah, <laughs> it'll hit me later. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If Sal's good at one thing, it's good at being, you know, badgering people. So thank yeah, yeah. you, Sal, for being great at that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you got to be persistent sometimes. So I'm the same way. I need that. I need that push. So thank, thank you. Uh, but seriously, really, it's really awesome to have you here. Uh, Sal started booking some guests at the end of uh, or in the early early December, and we've had some pretty cool people on. And when he told me that you were coming on. I know you get this a lot, but you, you genuinely are, you're even like a casual fight fans, like favorite fighter. So yeah. and like, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a diehard at this point. Like I got into the UFC about uh, four years ago. It just, uh, something I really re resonated with. I kind of, uh, I grew up doing jujitsu a little bit and did some kickboxing, but I lost my eyesight when I was 11 years old. And I, ch I just kind of feel like life is this, uh, this constant fight that we, we, you know, always strive to just fight through a day to be positive and just, uh, just be the best that we can be. And I don't know. I just really resonate with fighters stories really have resonated with your story. And when, uh, Sal told me that you were coming on, it was just, uh, it's a very joyous day for us. So it's really exciting to be here for, for both of us. I, I can, I'll speak for both of us on that count. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. But, uh, awesome. how are you really, doing? How, really uh, to be here too, man. Awesome. Hey, uh, Chris, are you talking right in your microphone? I, or Sal, can you turn Chris up a little bit? Is that possible? Uh, he's up all the way, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, man, how's it's the start of your... Uh, frozen? Yeah, it seems okay, like... I'm frozen. All right, we're good. Oh, you're back, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, how's the start of your year going so far? Hoo-wee. Uh, good. Um, I can't complain. Um... Uh, only thing, really, I'll tell you what. So I got chickens a, a while back, and at Tractor Supply, they don't tell you what they are. They're like, hey, we're going to give you these chickens. They're going to grow up. They might be roosters, and they might not be. I happened to get three roosters, and um, at the beginning of the, the year, they decided to start learning how to, how to, how to cock-a-doodle-doo. And so uh, I've been, uh, been <laughs> battling that. But other than that, my year has been good. Uh, we, we got these little collar things for them that's supposed to help does so much but you you can still hear them around 3 3 30 3 30 every morning i'm up which i'm normally up around 4 30 anyways but uh i'm finding more things to do with that extra hour now besides go out there and uh, yell at them what's the main is that the only difference is the cockadoodle do or is there like a difference in 
what the end goal is with the the chickens or the rooster well i'll tell you what right now i ended up getting three hens out of it too so i don't know if y'all seen these egg prices but your boy has fresh eggs every morning like i get about 15 <laughs> eggs every day so i'm about to start pushing these eggs in the street next you know uh, this ufc stuff doesn't work out y'all can hear y'all y'all at me at uh barnett farms you know uh but now nah, um besides the besides the roosters now nah, i mean the chickens are great it's a great like relief you know just to go out there and uh you know it's just, i don't know that whole thing of just taking care of something you know yeah. and then it it giving Absolutely. back to you type thing you know what i mean uh so the the eggs are my uh my my bounty that i take in and me i feed them all kinds of crazy knickknacks i'm looking up every day what can't chickens eat and i'm starting to find out chickens are like pigs man <laughs> they can really eat anything like chocolate and like other caffeine wow. it's pretty much it for all <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're definitely more connected to the experience than just going to a grocery store and getting some eggs that way. Mm-hmm. And the the eggs are better but, too. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can the, imagine so. The orange yolk, like the real deep orange. Yeah, and the, or, there's uh, a way to like, yeah, you can actually feed them to make have like this like double yolk type thing, man. Like it's there's a whole anatomy and science behind this, and I'm just now diving into it. But uh, if I can get these roosters to stop crowing in the morning. We'll be set. <laughs> Chris, have you heard of the carnivore diet? Are we about to go into liver king type stuff? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not, not specifically liver king stuff, but I did the carnivore diet, like strictly only animal products for like four months, like strict to it where I was eating like 13 eggs, like I would say nine to 10 a day on average. And the thing is like, I didn't even grow up eating eggs, but I got into this like diet where I was just like eliminated everything that was like a carb or even like vegetables. So I was just eating only like no, no sweets, nothing for like three, four months. It's pretty crazy. Um, the things you start to feel are, are wild, but, um, it was amazing the amount of different ways I could come up with to, to, to use eggs like as like I was like turning eggs into like burrito wraps like just like frying like three (laughs) eggs and like turning like mixing bacon in with some meat and you can just do so much with eggs it's wild but but like everything that you do too much in life I got burnt out on it and like I have not eaten eggs since I did that diet (laughs) makes sense sense. yeah your eggs are safe with you (laughs) I'm getting close to that level already like I know the first the first month I was like, oh my God, what can I do? I can boil them. I can fry them. I can do this. I can flambe. I can do all this, all this randomness. I can make cakes. I can do all this great stuff. And now it's like, oh, another egg. Let me see how far I can throw this one. You know, it's like. <laughs> You're like cracking it on your head. Like, there's a good trick. Yeah, l- literally. It's gotten to the point that I use them as like little uh, uh, BB targets now. Like, I shoot my little BB gun at them now. It's like, okay, I'm just crack it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good could be like a evil water balloon an egg there you go there you see i like it i like yeah, well, i like how you're thinking here huh? <laughs> i mean people definitely grew up egging people's homes and not thinking of how much food they're wasting with that yeah. or the salmonella i was i was dude i was never somebody terrified. who like went around toilet pe- of what of eggs to do no to do the uh to do the egging like we'd pull up have a whole carton of eggs and we'd yeah. be like yeah yeah is a car running is a car running we'd throw mm-hmm. one egg it probably didn't even hit the house <laughs> probably like hit the deck or something and we just drive off like yeah we did it all 
<laughs> Dude, I um, yeah, I would never even toilet paper people's homes. So the, the only thing, the closest I ever got to it was I had a friend over at my house, and my parents were like out to dinner one night, and we're like, "What if we tore toilet papered our own house?" And so by the time they got home, there was like we just like scared them a little bit, like thinking the house got TP'd. And we like started doing it. We're like, yeah, wait, we're gonna have to end up cleaning this yeah. up. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, they try to laugh. No, the kids up the street did it. I saw them do it. I, I saw them. I saw them do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh dude. Well, I I was going. We were talking about uh, the last episode we did. We were talking about just breaking down the whole year of of fights and. Um, doing like our like little awards of who who got our favorite like moment in the fight m- moment in the whole UFC basically for the year, and I was saying how everybody who was doing like their award shows or whatnot, I think missed a golden opportunity of your octagon speech in your last fight. For me, it, it's like none of the other ones even come close. Like because we were like talking about like we had a uh, Hoinata Moikano on and like his like you know give me the money speech and like that that was like it was such like an obvious choice that everybody went to that because it like kind of like just happened it was at Madison Square Garden and but man yours is a different level of electric of just the way it makes everybody feel good and like I'm just like I'm listening to it last week and I'm just felt so I just felt on fire like I wanted to run through a wall (laughs) (laughs) and and I can I can honestly say it was and that's a positive thing, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just, it just, it just really. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it really, uh, it, it lifted my spirit a lot. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, and the bad thing is, I have to go back and listen to it because that's like, that was just me in the moment, man. Like uh, that, that, For sure. the way the crowd made me like, honestly, like on some Goku, give me your, give me your spirits, please. Like, you know, like. I, I needed yeah. the energy, and the crowd was there to give me the energy. And sure enough, man, like uh, between that and then that doctor telling me after this round, I'm gonna have to call it. And I was like, ah, say less, you know. And then it was like what 30 <laughs> seconds into that second round, they were Barnett, yeah. Barnett, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you guys do believe. <laughs> ah! So yeah, man, like, uh, sure. but that speech was that was from the heart, man. Like they're. they're I had to go back and, and listen to it a couple of times myself just to be like, okay, I said, what? Okay, okay, I said UFC twice. Okay, okay, hang on. I said, what I say about Jake? Okay, okay, I didn't say nothing bad about Jake. Okay, okay, we're good. But yeah, man, uh, that that just comes with the the passion of the of this sport, man. Like the um, I think what what puts me aside right. uh, from a lot of other, these other fighters is that I'm a fan first, man. Like uh, I just happen, I just I just get to get to go backstage, you know. Uh, uh, I know they get annoyed with me sometimes, the staff, because I'm always like, are, are, are you guys sure I can go over there? They're like, Chris, you're fighting. Go over there. I was like, okay, I just wanted to make sure, guys. Sheesh. You know, so uh, it, it's always been like, it's still, like, uh, like I still I still haven't grasped it all. You know what I mean? Like, somebody got mad at me the other day because I was like, yo, this is still a, a hobby of enjoyment to me. You know, it's not a job. It's not. Right. It's not like... It's not pressure, man. Like this is, this is this is what I I want to do. I'm doing it, but it's also like a side gig. Like you know what I mean. Like there's so much more going on, you know. And um, there, it's I don't know. I think it's just the entertainment aspect of it. Is like I understand people 
what people put in and I feel that. And so therefore with what I feel, I've tried my best to put back out there and it's awesome to see it reciprocate back to me, you know? Well, there are more layers to, I, I think there are more layers to every human than like a one, one thing that they do. I think uh, some people get stuck in that. Like I am just a fighter. Like I, I'm a musician and sometimes I think back 10 years ago, it was like all I consider myself was like a guitar player and like as i was in a band and we were touring and all of this and now over like these last five years like i think of like all of the things that i can that i bring to the table whether it's you know just uh conversations like uh being a good you know good part of my family like you know loving working out in the morning like cooking a good dinner like every single day there's so much that uh that puts the whole picket a uh, picture the whole package of like a human together that it, it, they're not just like a one trick pony at the end of the day. So I think it's awesome to use that as like the platform, but like, like you said, there's so much more going on, but yeah, man, I, I can totally relate to like being in the moment and speaking from your heart in those settings and having to go back being like, what did I say? Cause like the first time my band ever won like a, an award from like an award show and like, it was, it was literally, I was living in Hollywood and we won like this Hollywood music media awards and it was like a no big deal award show, but like they called my band's name and I was like drunk and having a good time and we had just played a song. I went up there and I'm just like, I'm like holding my singer in like my arms and I'm just like screaming like, we did it. We did it. And like, I'm like thanking everybody and literally, dude, I forgot to thank my sister and it was so funny because I remember, like, even years later, she's like, "Yeah, you never, you, you said everybody's name basically in the entire place, and you didn't say my name." And I'm Hold like, that "Oh one no!" Over your head forever. And, <laughs> so you remember that one time, yeah, sure. like, you, you had your biggest chance to thank me, and you chose not to. Remember that? <laughs> and I'm like, think, I'm like, yeah. She's like, "I sacrificed moving from Florida all the way to California for you." I'm like, "Oh no, she's not wrong." <laughs> That's how it happens. But, um, That's how no, it always I, happens. I, it's always the, the most important person that you end up forgetting, knowing good and hell well, that's who you should have thanked first and throughout the entire speech <laughs> after everything you finished. <laughs> yeah. Well, those moments, uh, I, th I don't know, they're, they're just so important, though. Those moments where, like, they take you over and you're just... I don't, not a lot of us uh, get those moments that we, we can live... We can live our entire lives based on just a few of them. I mean, those moments are so important and big for our whole trajectory of what makes us feel good. I'm sure you felt like in that moment of coming back and, and winning that fight and having the crowd, I'm, I'm sure it just, I mean, it, it couldn't have felt, you couldn't have felt more alive in such a, in such a huge moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they, they could have literally ran, the entire Vegas trip of energy off of me. Like they could have plugged it into me and I would have lit it up for at least a good four hours. That adrenaline kicked in with them stitches I had to get afterwards. Yeah. But man, before then, woo. Have, have you just always been like having the energy to fire people up like your entire career though? Like even Taekwondo back to those days, like have you just always wanted to turn it into an entertainment, like make people like, enjoy watching you get excited even even the people who aren't like diehard fight fans like has that always been important to you i've i've always wanted people happy like you know what i mean like uh, and which is it's always yeah. been a gift and a curse i'll say with it but like i've always want people i'll say i won't say happy i'll say comfortable 
I've always wanted people to at least be comfortable, yeah. or you know, around me, or in a setting, or what, whatever is going on. You know what I mean? So, in the fight world, if I take away that, yeah, and I'm just like, hey, it throws a lot of people <laughs> off. Like I've had people literally tell me, dude, I stopped watching the UFC about four years ago, and now I'm watching it because you grabbed me, and I was like, oh man, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it's always been my thing. Like even when I was working at Lowe's. I would find myself turning into that person to make sure they were comfortable. So, like, some somebody would come in, hey, uh, where are the light bulbs? My voice would change completely with them. Oh, they're right over there, actually. Well, can I help you find them? Like, you know, I would go <laughs> to whoever it is. And there would be times to where I'd have people almost, like, not to the point to where I wasn't trying to make fun of them. I would just mimic it to almost make them feel comfortable like uh, excuse me sir where are the things and i'd be like oh they're, they're down there on aisle three if you want to find them you know and I, <laughs> I would just completely like change just so i could grasp on it and a lot of the times they would feel they would be like okay cool this guy you know whatever he's doing it's working you know let, let, yeah. let, let me follow this right. guy you know so my thing is i've always i've always wanted you to just be be able to feel your best you around me and i know if i show my if i show myself to you you can show yourself to me with no judgment type thing you know so comfortability and just being being honestly happy at the end of the day like uh i guess it does boil down to that yeah like just being happy like life is too short to to, to frown like it takes more muscles to frown you know so <laughs> so why waste that strength you know so that's always just been my mo with with just everything in life like I never put myself in like a leadership role, but I would always get in trouble like on wrestling practice because I'd be the most turned up person in the room. Let's go, y'all. We got to go. Da, 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 da. And then they'd be like, Captain Chris. I'm like, ah, don't put that captain on me. We're all equal here, y'all. Ain't no captains. Ain't no this and that. We all like, let's go do it together type thing. You know what I mean? I never wanted to feel like I was over anybody. I always wanted everybody to feel like we're we're right here. You know, we're in this together type thing, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I think that that's that's always just been my thing, man. Just I, I want you comfortable. I want you your best you around me because I'm gonna try to give my best you to you. You know, my best me to you. Those are difficult lessons to learn, yes. and literally the most valuable. I I mean, we live in a society where everybody's talking about mental health, and and what you just described is such a perfect recipe for being okay. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, being good and even, like, like people say, like, fake it till you make it kind of thing. Like, I think that that works. Like, the more you say, like, I'm doing good, like, I'm having a good day, I'm, I'm happy today, like, it, it starts to it starts to work. Like, it starts to become your normal and consistency. Yeah, 100%. And I don't know, like, I mean, I've been through some stuff. I know you've been through some stuff as well. And those things, it's, it's very it's very easy to get stuck in in like um mm-hmm. in, in your pain and your trauma and but the thing is it nobody's going to feel good like you're not going to be okay and and what you're the, what you're describing is truly a beautiful and effective recipe to actually uh put one foot in front of the other each day and um mm-hmm. i commend you for that and the thing is there's so many people who and and I don't ever want to feel like I'm like coming down on anybody else because I know how hard like life is challenging to navigate. Oh yeah. But <laughs> the recipe that you're describing is so simple and effective. Definitely. Like that that's that's uh one of my big things, man. Like I I'll, I'll try to always end like quotes with is just 
get 1% better every day. 1%. I'm not asking yeah. for 50. I'm not asking for 20. Just 1%. If that 1% is you tied your shoes five seconds faster than you did yesterday, guess what? You did something better than you did yesterday, you know? So once you get that ball rolling, pretty much exactly like what you were saying, once that ball starts rolling of, okay, I'm out of bed, whoo, brush my teeth, here we go, right. ah, let's go, here we go, next thing, you know what I mean, type thing, it, it, sometimes people take it as, oh my God, it's annoying, but then once, once it starts rubbing off, you're like, ha ha, what I just catch you saying, yeah, yeah, whatever, I got <laughs> sure. up, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good about it, you know, so it, it's just, man, it's, that it's so easy. It's again, it's so easy to be like, oh, I hate this. I hate that. This and that. Da, 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 da. I like challenges. So why do you hate that? Right. So let's let's find another reason of why we can actually like that. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's just always been one of my goals to there. There's a you know, I don't want to sound crazy, but there's a positive side almost in everything. You know what I mean? Or, or you can find something positive in, in almost everything, you know, uh, Absolutely. Just be, whether you have to flip it or turn it to, in in any way you can look at it, but um, but yeah, dude, it's just just that that one percent every day, man. If you can give me one percent every day, then boom, you 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 are doing better than a lot, you know. Yeah, I I view my morning horrible workouts every single day as like if I suffer through this hour, hour and a half, like the rest of the day, bring it on. Like whatever you're going to throw my way, I'm going to be able to deal with it a little bit better than because I already, I already put myself through, you know, all the burpees, the pull-ups, whatever it was that day. Like, so yeah. So you bring, just throw out, throw whatever you want at me. And like, it's just going to be a little bit easier because you already had some positive suffering in the morning. Like that's, but I mean, the thing is, it's not um, it's not rocket science, but it is. I think it's a hard thing for everybody to grasp. Oh, I think we lost him. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I hear him. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, my my mouse is spinning. <laughs> I see y'all talking. Okay, okay. Oh, we can't hear, hear you. you. Yeah, 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 that's fine. I hear you. Um, but w- did that come from like a young age with Taekwondo and like your family instilling that or? Like the, uh, the, the discipline aspect of it all, or the positivity. I think it just came from life, man. Like I, I've been Not. through a lot, and I've seen the way things have been handled, and I and I just pick from the way certain things were handled that that I liked about that instead of the other way I've seen things go. You know, so like a lot of things have happened to me that haven't happened to a lot of people and it's like i can sit back and oh well that didn't you didn't go through this and you didn't know it's like no hey if you ever need me and to talk to me about that yo i'm right here and even if it isn't something that i've gone through i can find some type of path through that dark tunnel i'm telling you right now i'm good at digging my way out (laughs) you know so like it, it never was instilled in me like I was just I was the younger brother, you know, so there would be times where I, I would pout and try to get my way, you know, be the little be little brat and stuff, you know, and I saw that is not who I wanted to be at all, you know, type person. It didn't get me anywhere but beat up even more by my older brother, you know, so it was like, ah, that path isn't going to work, you know, type thing. But uh, I will say, I guess it, it, it's more or less, yeah, the the Taekwondo, the discipline, my uh, my father, him being in the Air Force, I think that that yes sir and 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 uh no ma'am that takes you so far like uh i know people just Mm -hmm. put it as a southern you know that's your southern twang no it's like i'm saying that out of respect you know what i mean i'm not saying that like because oh you know but whatever no i i mean that genuinely like when you get the yes sir and the no ma'am from me that's 
hey, I want to let you know I'm, I, I respect you, you know, and that, that's big in Taekwondo, I think, you know, so, yeah, I'd say that Taekwondo uh, background, life in general, high school, growing up in, in Georgia, going to, going to a, a, a Georgia yeah. high school where you, either you, you're going to learn to, to laugh at your pain and and throw jokes back mm -hmm. at folks or or you're either gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna wilt man you know so i i give it to the to the high school i went to also you know giving me the backbone because i learned to crack jokes real quick you know you you're, you're gonna get about two jokes out of me and i'm firing back with something i'm gonna hurt your feelings too you gonna hurt mine but i'm gonna make you laugh while i'm doing it though you know i'm gonna make you laugh while i'm doing it you get a little upset that that was the beauty of having taekwondo as a background I honestly was terrified Absolutely. to fight in high school, but the fact that everybody knew I knew Taekwondo, they were like, oh, man, don't fight him, man. He knows that Jackie Chan stuff. That's exactly, <laughs> they would always say that. He, oh, he knows that Jackie Chan stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Deep down inside, if anybody would have tried me in high school, I would have been like, no, stop it. <laughs> like, oh, it was bad. It was bad. Like, I'm, we're yeah. talking state wrestling, all this stuff. I had all the background, but I was always terrified because in the back of my mind, no matter what happened, I had to answer to my dad. I had to answer to my pops. I don't care what I do. I be dad. It was 12 of them. They jumped me. I took them all out. <laughs> Look, I'm still fine. Oh, yeah, you fine? Go ahead. Head up. Head into the back room. You know what time it is. Man, come on, man. They jumped me. What about, you know, so that, that was one of those things. I think Chris Rock has a joke about that. Like, he was never worried about getting cancer from smoking cigarettes. He was worried about his dad kicking the door down and punching him in his chest. That's what he was worried about, you know, type thing. So, like... The, the discipline that, that he instilled in me, like, it, it was just one of those things of not fear, not fear at all. It was just like, hey, you know right from wrong. Don't make me have to remind you that you know right from wrong, you know. So growing up with that was always just a, a good thing to have, you know. Disappointing him was oh, was a fear of yours, it sounds yeah, like. Huge, huge. Like when he was in yeah, my... That, that was, that, yeah. Crazy you say that because when he started cornering me, that's when I like mm -hmm. I started having some of my best fights because the the worry of of letting him down you know he he like my my coach is my father now so <laughs> that was I will say that's when MMA wasn't fun because there was so uh -huh. much pressure so much pressure but I, I will say I had some of my best highlights when he was in my corner though <laughs> I, I can so relate to that my my dad he was he was my best friend um he passed away when i was 25 of a heart attack actually but he was literally my best friend growing up and I, I was an ice hockey player and like before i lost my eyesight ice hockey was my entire life and um my dad was he would come to he wasn't even like that vocal during games like he wasn't one of those parents screaming in the stands or anything mm. but you would always hear the other hockey parents screaming and we were in this like big tournament and I was not playing well that day. And I was like the assistant captain. We were this in this big tournament and I'm in the penalty box and he comes walking over and he's like not a vocal parent at all and comes walking over to the penalty box and just puts his hands on the penalty box, like hits it really hard. And he's like, you're playing like shit out there. And I just start crying. Like, I'm like, Oh no, like this, that, that it was like and the initial disappointment that I felt. Cause like, I knew how much like I like having his respect just meant everything to me. And I went out there and I, I think I scored like four goals in like two seconds. <laughs> like it was like, wow. Oh no. <laughs> but That's yeah, man, I can yeah, like completely relate. I had uh same like my I think it was junior nationals we went to. I didn't want to go to this. Like Taekwondo at this point to me, I was I was 
pursuing more football than Taekwondo. But my pops was like, no, we're going to get this national championship one way or the other. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. So we get to, it's, uh, we were down in Florida, oh, Kissimmee, Kissimmee, Florida. Mm -hmm. And I forgot yeah. what round or what, 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 I don't know what, what, uh, quarterfinals, wherever it was. But I remember just being at the points where I just started crying on the mat. I was just like, I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, you going to do that right now, huh? You going to do that right now? And I was like, I, he said, come here, come here. <laughs> and he goes, what is wrong with you? I said, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. I just don't want to be here. He goes, okay, you don't want to be here? Then end it. End it if you don't want to be here. I said, okay, okay. He goes, step, spinning hook kick. And what's crazy is, the exact same move that I ended that with is the exact same move I hit G uh, Gian Vellante with. And that's what I ended that fight with. <laughs> he told me to end it, <laughs> and I was like, all right. He said, step, spinning hook kick, <laughs> boom. Sure enough, I ended it, got off the mat, and he was like, no, we we're not even going to compete anymore. We're going to figure out what's going on with you right now, you know? So it wasn't <laughs> like it was uh, – he. That right there let me know that even in my worst times, I can still succeed, you know, type thing, you know. So looking back yeah. at it now, that's why I said that right after that fight, that literally was a move that me and him, we worked on so much. And me being a shorter fighter, it always worked on the taller fighters. And I, I heard uh, Cormier and I heard uh, Dean Thomas. Well, Chris keeps stepping back. And every time he steps back, and you know, it's like, I'm like, I need to end this. I need to end this. I need to step forward and end this. And sure enough, I, like right after the fight, that's all I felt. I was like, man, I hear you, Pops. You know what I mean? Like that, it was, it was crazy. It was very, very good feeling. But, uh, but yeah, man, like the, the, the power, the power of the pop. <laughs> <laughs> it is the ultimate power. Do you remember why you were crying in that moment? Couldn't tell you. I don't know if it was anxiety because the, the dude was good. Like the guy was up on points yeah. and stuff. Like I think I just I was done. Like I knew I was already lost type thing. Like like I think he was up like in Taekwondo like you get gapped at ten. And I think he was up like eight to two. So he only needed like four more, you know, to shut this whole thing down. And I was like, oh, you know what? It's dumb anyways. He's kicked me in my that he kicked me in my head. I, that's probably what did it. He kicked me in my head twice. And it's yeah. just not a good feeling. Like you get, you still have the helmet on and stuff. It's just really just. I think I might have been embarrassed. Now that I think about it, I, an, I might have been embarrassed kick. because the way he kicked me in my head, you've got padding on each side. Tell me why he managed to kick me twice in the face. In the face. Kevin Hart said, if you get kicked in the face, you deserved it. You know, so <laughs> that might have been why I was, I was, I was just upset at that point. It was just like this man just kicked me in my face, and like it wasn't like the padding it was the the ball of the foot you know what i mean so i got to smell his foot uh, as it hit my face so yeah it might have been the funk of his feet making me cry you know onions make you cry type thing you know so i don't know but at that moment i had had enough i had had enough and i wanted it over and sure enough pop said you want it over then end it and i was like okay i'm gonna end it oh that's I had, awesome uh, it's not like obviously on the level of a national championship, but I did a, a jujitsu tournament a couple times. Um, I think it was Naga, and nice. I, w I was like one of the bigger kids, and in my division there was only one other kid. So the first competition that I had, I, it was against him, and he was so much stronger that he kind of just like ragdolled me, and it and it really threw yeah. me off. And so when I got to the second competition, like you know, you spend six months training, like all right, I'm gonna come back. Is next one's gonna be awesome. <laughs> And then I look, and the kid's there, and he's the one that I have to face again. 
and it and it's the same kind of obviously i didn't get kicked in the face but i just kind of broke down i was like oh no i i'm gonna lose i don't know what to do here <laughs> and if it, it, it messes with you i got butterflies i was like it was it was bad i ended up winning actually but it was nice, nice. but uh against the same kid against the same kid yeah yeah he actually oh. he quit in the match like he kind of i i just i didn't stop and he you you, broke I saw him, him he kind of just he at a yeah at a certain point he just kind of gave up and I was like all right I can nice I can win here but yeah yeah did did it's he a, cry it's a horrible feeling huh did you did you make him cry I think after the fu- the yeah <laughs> when they put the Wait, the arm up I think there? he cried yeah has there been a tr- <laughs> has there been a trilogy we gotta, nah, we gotta bro, I, I haven't competed <laughs> I want to compete again but dude you guys are one for one you got we gotta yeah. settle this yeah yeah no actually two two for one two for one I won the last the oh. last match yeah okay. Oh, yeah. you gotta get him on the get him on the pod. <laughs> Let's do it. And in the blue corner. <laughs> I'm coming back, man. You thought you got me, but I'm coming back. Dude, I'll, I'll be right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be your referee. I'll be your judges. Oh snap! Hey, so it's like be, completely rigged for me to win. Yeah, dude. We, we basically already have blind we we already have blind judges watching the UFC. So I'll be there I'll be go. the blind judge that watches you. Halfway judges. there. <laughs> yeah, Chris knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's why you don't leave it to him. You got to end it. You got to uh, end it. You got. You know that. <laughs> you you know that very well. Um. So how are you training every day right now? What's uh what's training like for you? Yeah, man, back uh back into it um just uh just not waiting on the call. Um how can I say? Uh we'll say getting back into it, getting back into the flow, helping a lot of other fighters. Uh also, I don't know, uh Carl from uh ATT, uh Lima, he just got on um he's a he's a 205er, but he won his tough fight or his contender fight at heavyweight. So yeah. uh, we were like, why not? Hey, as long as you ain't got to fight me, we're good, man. Like, like, you know, we're just, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole list of guys out there you can go ahead and fight. But, uh, yeah, yeah, man, just just getting getting prepared. And uh, what do they say? If you, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready type thing, you know. But uh, I will say after that fight, I had, because we'll say seven, seven days, seven days, uh, yeah, two days before they flew us out, I got like I totaled my car. A deer decided to play red light, green yeah. light, and I don't know. I guess I, I guess he told me red light. I didn't see it, so <laughs> hit that deer, totaled the car. I didn't even know cars had leg airbags, but that's how big this deer was. Uh, my leg airbags went off. My my side passenger airbag went. No one was in the car, and the side passenger airbag went off. Uh, and then the of course wow. the airbag in the front of the. Front of the car had went off. So I hit this deer, and my only thing is I need to find this deer because at this point, it's me and this deer. I got to get you, you. You just made me miss training, <laughs> so I'm going to get some training in, you know. And then what do they say? You're supposed to, you know, uh, humanely get rid of the, the deer. Oh, I was yeah. humanely going to do it, all right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, couldn't find yeah, the that, deer, of course. For three of course, couldn't find the deer. <laughs> That deer was gone. Really? Deer laughing at me. I heard I heard uh, uh, giggles uh, off in the woods, and I was like, ah, there, <laughs> there's that deer. But uh, so yeah, I, I completely totaled my car uh, before before this last fight. So that had like set me out, 
And you can find so many excuses when you don't have a ride. And you're like, ah, no, don't worry about it, man. I don't want to take your time up. You don't have to come <laughs> get me. And no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Let's go. Hell yeah. Oh, what they just did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like it, it, just, it I, will, I will say it got not bad, but nowhere near what I like. Because normally I'll take a good week, you know, two weeks off. I done took a week from my kids. I got to give back to them, you know, type thing, you know. But um, yeah. but. This last time, oh, oh not my kids, man. We going to Disney World. We uh, we gonna go to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> we just got back from Australia last week, man. I don't know, you know. So, but um, but yeah, now we, we so we got we got a new vehicle again and whatnot, and uh, you know, no excuses. Uh, I know Austin. This guy named Austin Green. He should be getting signed too very soon. If y'all get a chance, look him up. Uh, y'all should definitely have him on nice. too because he'll be signed soon. He actually does a lot of uh. AE, AEW wrestling. He, I think he's oh, actually okay. wrestled against the big show in one of his, like, you know, one of his bouts and whatnot. So, uh, he's a hot name that's coming out. He just had a fight two weeks. What are we in? Oh, we're in the new year. Wow. Uh, three weeks ago, three weeks ago. <laughs> and like, just like smoked the guy, man. Like everybody he's fought, he's a heavyweight. And he pulled a triangle, his second to last fight, like a nasty. Oh, wow. tri- and we're not talking like you're, Heavyweights that come in 235, 220. No, no, no. Yeah. My man cuts from like 330. He's 6'6. <laughs> six, six. Yeah, 6'6. Six, six. He reminds me of like if Colossus and Juggernaut had a baby, he, this dude would pop out. <laughs> man. So it's, it's fun sparring with him every day because I get humbled and I'm like, man, you're not as good as you thought you were. You're not as bad as they say you are. You know, so it's always a, a, a good, humbling experience. But yeah, Austin Green, dude, like. He's been one of my, and he's my biggest, hey, man, you weren't at the gym today. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> he was the one I would tell, uh, hey, uh, you want me to come get you? Oh, don't worry about it, Austin. Man, you got to go left and you got to go right. You, It's out your way to come get me. No, Chris, I'm going to come get you. Well, I got the kids. Kids should be in school. Well, I, uh, they went to the dentist. So, uh, like, you know, it just... <laughs> I had him. I had him lined up, you know, but uh but now nah, he stayed on me, man, and uh I get to see him what what's today? I think I get to see him Friday. I get Wednesday. to see him Friday. So nice. but yeah, man, um that that that's just been the the whole the whole spiel of it. Uh I'll say getting ready for this one and then as you know, like uh I don't know if y'all know whatever, that last one, when I fought Boudet, I literally, like, when the deer hit the car, I laughed, and people were like, are you okay? Are you going to be able to take the fight? I was like, guys, I don't think you guys know what I went through with that last fight. This right here is literally a joke. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, you right. know, give me the ticket. Where's the plane ticket? Let's go, you know, type thing. So, it, it's, it's again, falling back to that just falling on these experiences, and I could sit there and, oh, I can't take the fight because the deer beat me up first. And, uh, no, I was like... All right, you know what? This deer and uh, damn, I forgot his name. Um, who did I fight? Jake? Oh my God, it's happening Jake already, Carter. y'all. No. Oh, why can't I think of his name right now? I got the deer's name right. Why can't John I think of his name? Volante? No, not Volante. Who did I beat? The one before Boudet? that? Oh, Jake, Jake Collier. Jake, Jake Collier. I, why did I want to call him Chandler for some reason? Oh, I've been looking up John, uh, John Jones' <laughs> uh, brother, Chandler Jones. But anyways, so but oh, yeah, okay, okay. Collier, like I was looking for anybody, you know, to fight after that deer hit me. So, but uh, but yeah, man, just like those, those type of situations I grasp onto and I look at how I handled it. And those are the moments that I can, I dial back on. Like those are my, my wins to me. Instead of me For being sure. angry and 
uh, the biggest accomplishments is I love I love looking back on situations and being like, you could have blown up, you could have been mad, you could have been this, but you handled that, you handled that well, you know what I mean? So it, it's always good to, you know, pat yourself on the back sometimes, you know, I, I'm, I'm my biggest critic when it comes to certain things, but then when it comes to trying to boost myself up, I'm also my biggest fan too. You should be able to be because, I mean, getting through things is a sometimes the biggest feat in this entire world and getting through when when life's throwing constant storms your way and you're just you know batting them away and, and making other people um a source of light you know you're 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 a source of light for a lot of people who go through darkness and like and that's what you were saying earlier is like you know you, you kind of you have a black belt in not just taekwondo but going through life and experience <laughs> and i i really think that that's um on, honestly one of the biggest things like um uh people look towards people like that people need people like that in their lives to um to to make things feel like it's going to be okay and i i know that's like sometimes seems simple but it's it's really like the biggest thing for a community it's the biggest thing for uh, on a on a global scale, like when people, I know uh, I heard you on uh, Ariel Hawani saying like when you got back to the the hospital to get your cheek uh, uh, checked after that last fight, like just getting hit up by you know parents who have had a similar so- story as what you've been going through this year um, is everything. You know, just people saying like thank you. Um, I, I I know it feels huge uh, throughout my life. Like just being a source of like. Uh, whether the words inspiration or light just for other people who have lost their eyesight or uh, a parent or just anything that's been uh, I've had a lot of domino effects that have led me towards greener pastures because like I've been the person who's been angry and been you know like I've been that guy for because it's it's easy to be that way it's easy to Mm -hmm. you know bottle it all up and just do the why me's and you know feel like you know everything's you know just shitty and everything is out to make it worse but it's but a uh, nobody gravitates towards that um and and once you wake (laughs) up from that and and just get through it and just you know try to you know say you know what at the end of the day i'm all that i have and how am i choosing to like live this and and because i'm somebody who i've always been a positive person i've always been somebody who wants to make you know people around me happy and make people laugh and everything and when you're just wallowing in, in your pain, like good luck doing that. When everybody just sees suffering on your face, like it's, it's not easy. So getting, getting to a place where it's just like, all right, I've been through it. <laughs> now what? And, and being that person where, you know, no matter what's thrown your way, um, you're going to be able to, you know, find some dark humor in it. You're going to be able to laugh through it. You're going to be able to make people smile through it. And you're the person who things can be really hard and difficult, but, at the at the end of the day, nothing's going to truly knock you down. Um, that you're not going to be able to get back up and and keep going. And I, I, that's what I hear when I hear you talk. And it's it's so important to for people to have that source of strength and in, in other people because that's a hard thing for people to just uh, have naturally. It really is. Well, I appreciate that, man. They should put that on the shirt. Now what? Now what? For real, like yo, you on to something, man? Now what? Like you're throwing everything at me. Oh. Now what? <laughs> Having in, like the little I mean it, the though. Batman I, hieroglyphic I, thing. I truly you know? do. Boom. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> I true. I truly mean it. You're uh, you're a big uh, 
you you, de- you definitely I mean you help people you really do and and I think it's it's just an important thing for uh, for like you said you give yourself a pat on the back every once in a while when you feel good and and it's so hard for people who are because we're all so self-critical like we have mm-hmm. i mean even having like a like a high self-esteem and having confidence throughout you know it's, it's easy to feel uh feel bad especially when you're trying to you know get one percent better every day like <laughs> days are going to be hard days are going to be you know getting improving on something every day is a tough thing so but it's good to stop and just be proud of yourself sometimes tough to be one percent when when the world's throwing 99 at you but i'm telling you as long as you can get that one in (laughs) as long as you can get that one in (laughs) yeah well it's a tough it's a tough world we do live in a tough world but i think uh i think it's there's so much joy that's it's easy to find do you did you grow up like do you love comedy because i i get a sense of like like you definitely a you're funny but i i don't know if it comes from a it, like do you enjoy listening to comedians or just something that's just natural for you i think i froze i heard comedians that's oh. all i heard oh oh i i asked if can you hear me now yeah i can hear yeah, you back, <laughs> oh cool no i was asking if uh did you grow up like loving comedy or is comedy just something like you're just a natural funny guy yeah i think um my between my mom and my pops like those two, I, I started, like, once you start getting older, you start seeing where you get a lot of you from. And uh, they're, yeah. <laughs> uh, how can I say? They're both uh, very quick-witted. Uh, and, and my, my dad is a, is a, is a smart asshole, <laughs> I'll say. So he's got <laughs> jokes for days. And then, like, they're the type of jokes that will have you walk off and be like, man, hang on. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> What did he mean when he said that? <laughs> Am I dumb? No, you know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, of course. Like again, that was always a way to escape "quote unquote" pain is laughter, man. Like I, w- sure. I would, uh, I don't even want to bring up the, some of the comedians. No, um, but like the 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 Bernie Max, the the you know, like like stuff like that, dude. Like the the people that were willing to put themselves out there, and it's like. Do you, does he know what he just said about himself and he's sitting there laughing? It's like, well, shoot, if he can laugh at that, then I can laugh at stubbing my toe, you know, up the steps the other day, you know. Yeah. So it, it's just like being able to. I think that was a, a big thing that um, that we'll say I might have been too young to be watching some of the stuff I was watching. But like even then, you know, like I, it never I would never go to school because I knew. My pops, if I dare say anything half these comedians said, <laughs> I went to school and said one Eddie Murphy joke, it would have been a wrap. Uh, <laughs> but, like, uh, th- those those were the, like, we'll say outlets, the easy outlets. And then being able to to look at the way they would form jokes and make people laugh. Like, I loved the way Eddie could control a crowd and make people laugh, you know, and, like, the joy that people would get, even when he was talking about people in the crowd, he's talking about this person and they're laughing at him while he's sitting there talking about him. Like you got one leg and the man's sitting there. I do have one leg. Oh my God. Like, it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So like the way uh, comedians can control. So I, I, I will say like the, again, it all goes back to that entertainment thing and then the way they can tell a story, you know, and, and, and articulate to, to bring you to understand their world to where, 
you can form it to something that you've gone through also and, and laugh about it, you know? So again, like I don't, I don't know why I'm bringing up Kevin Hart, like I'm about to sign to him or something, but like he had that one perfect stand up, <laughs> laugh at my pain, man. Like, and we yeah. did, you know, we, that man talked about everything possible, you know, you could talk about. <laughs> and we sat back there and we laughed right. at him and he, at the time, I'm sure he wasn't laughing at it, but again, he, he dialed back, looked at it and turned it into comedy. And now look at that comedy. It's making thousands and millions of people laugh, you know? So that's, that's, that, I will say that's a big thing is, um, I know if I put in my all to whatever, I, I, that reaction, that reaction is, is what I, I want from it. Like, and even if it's, that's, I'm waiting on the day I get booed. Like, you know, I'm in somebody's hometown. Well, I guess with Valente, I was in his hometown or whatever. I still didn't get yeah. booed. But I played, I played the part though. I went, I came out there to that New York music. That's how you get them, you know? Yeah. yeah trick them sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what you say? Fake it till you make it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but like, you know, like, even even the booze, it's it's still some type of energy. I know how to take those booze because a lot of those booze are just them. I've seen those comments, guys. I know y'all are like, oh, I really don't want to root against this guy, but oh, you know. So it's like I know deep down inside you want to be like, all right, Chris, go ahead. But on the outside, you gotta <laughs> boo, get out of here, Beast Boy, boo. We don't like you. I'm just joking. I really like you. You know. So, so I get it. I get it. But um, but again, that's how I, I'm gonna perceive it. I'm going to hear those boos. Well, who was it? It was uh, Cyril Gaon, actually, when he walked out in uh, Houston against Derrick Lewis, and he was playing, uh, uh, who was it? Oh, my God. uh, Still tipping on Fofos. What can I think of his name? Mike Jones and Slim Thug. He came out playing that music, and the crowd was like, yeah, because they thought it was Derrick Lewis. (laughs) Then they instantly started booing him. And he started laughing. I said, "Yes, that is the exact energy I'm gonna have if they ever boo me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have right. no choice at that point but to laugh because I know, like I know, like you know what I mean. It's like you know, you see somebody trying to be mean, and you're like, come on, man. I know you wanna la- crack that smile, <laughs> crack that smile, man. And so yeah, man, like it's just the the energy, dude. It's all about all, all about that, man. Have Have you ever heard of a uh, Reddit roast me? Like on the website Reddit? Yeah, I've had, oh, I had, it's crazy you said that. I had somebody invite me to a uh, a Reddit thread. They wanted to do a Q&A thing. And then my friend, he warned me. He was like, hey, this isn't Twitter. This is different. Now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what do you mean? You know, it's, it's very different. So I didn't, I just, I just wanted to stream me playing music on Reddit because they get like big audiences for mm-hmm. uh, live musicians on there. And in order to do it, you had to like build up your Reddit profile so my friend said, oh, just to make people, like, aware of you, do a roast me where you're holding a sign that says roast me and, like, you give them some information about yourself. So I, like, I wrote out this whole thing that was, like, yeah, at 11 years old, I lost my sight. Like, my dad passed away at 25. I got divorced when I was 28. Like, let me have it kind of thing. Dude, I got three million people to see this thing in, like, two days. I bet they Dude, it, it was un, <laughs> but it was so much fun. Oh, oh, and the last thing was like, and just recently got engaged and have no idea what my fiance looks like. Let me have it. By like six p.m., she was on it too. Like we were like, dude, my phone did not stop. I've been trying to be a successful musician for like 15, 20 years now. This was the most success I'd ever, I'd ever felt. With my phone did not stop vibrating with new notifications for oh, two no. weeks straight. Just oh, z- z- the whole night, every single night. It was crazy. It just did not stop with people just ripping me a new one. All, 
Oh no! Oh man! Oh my god! Oh, right in the middle of my story. Are you okay from that? Three million views—that's a lot of. Yeah, man, it's taking. It's uh, it's tough for me too, but yeah, it was the most success I'd ever felt. Just through a Reddit roast me. My phone didn't stop vibrating for like three weeks straight from <laughs> notifications constantly. It was it was overwhelming. Wow. <laughs> but I loved it. I truly people were like, How do you handle that? They're they're so mean. I was like, Yeah, but they're actually kind of funny and clever too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot that me. were like, damn, this is creative. Yeah, yeah they, they were. When I do get the the the, the, the Twitter trolls or the, the Instagram trolls, it's like I'll put the laughing emojis under it because half the time I end up <laughs> laughing at it before I feel anything. I'll read it and I'll be like, oh my God. Because like, it, it, sometimes it's crazy because the like what they're poking at, you'll go to their page and it's like, dude, really? You got the nerve to say what about me? <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> we see who you're really talking to. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I, I honestly think if at any point in your life you ever want to try to write like a 15 to 20 minute stand up routine, you already have the energy that it would take to if you ever have it in you, I think you should give it a shot because it's you, you, you make everybody smile and laugh. Just I mean, and you're a great storyteller. Look, I, he's going he's gonna to beat me up, but. Brendan Schaub said the same thing, so that kind of made me nervous. Oh, no. Oh, no. I said something the same as Brendan Schaub. Oh, no, Chris. Don't do this to me. Yo, it was funny because when I was in the studio, I felt bad because the guys around... He was probably jealous. He was jealous of your timing. The studio guys go, man, that's crazy. We've never had a fighter and a comedian in here. And I looked over and I was like... That's like, funny. That's funny. He's a good dude, man. Like, I know besides, but past all the, once the cameras are off, I'll say, unfortunately, once the cameras are off, like, well, even with me, on camera with me, he's a good dude. But, like, I, I get what he, you know, you know, we, we get that, I don't want to clickbait type, you know, uh, type thing or whatever. But, um, but, but, Humble, humble, I'll say, well, uh, <laughs> humble, good dude, like, uh, outside of it. Like, he had, we had a, we had a real good, like, deep talk out, outside of the show and whatnot, and just, like, just talking about life, kids, and everything in general, and, like, you can, you know how sometimes some people can throw that at you, and you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, that sounds, you don't even know your kid's middle name, get out of here, you know, but, like, <laughs> he genuinely seemed like, you know, like, he's a good father you know type thing so just judging off of that because it's tough it's tough to be you know a lot of a lot of pops you know skirt skirt on out you know these days and whatnot so like just just it's sad that that sometimes that's the bar to judge a man but after what he's done and said and stuff you got like i was like okay i gotta i gotta gauge this somewhere with this guy okay okay he's he's a respectable father i like it i like it a lot but nah good dude man uh uh might actually be doing something with them uh, soon um, over uh, over there at, at Thick Boy Studios. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, That's but, awesome. Yeah, man. Um, good, good guy. Good guy, that, that, that swab. I, hopefully you guys Dude, it's funny. 
when I got into like listening to comedy podcasts, like the fighter and the kid, their, their podcast was one of the first ones that I got into, which is so funny because I feel like over the years, like the last like three years, he's just become like this easy target for so many people just to like crap on his humor. And it's so, it, it, it sucks, man, because like at the end of the day, like the guy was an amazing elite, like heavyweight fighter and had a good career (laughs) yeah he's a he's an insane athlete who's now just been like working his ass off to be like successful with something else and he's got like you know 20 different shows going on all the time and he's putting himself out there constantly and like he's the kind of person like just because he's like this alpha type of person that like he's gonna attract crowds of people who just want to like you know think that they're funnier than him and like take digs at being like a troll to him like it's got to be a tough thing to navigate like all that emotionally because like at the end of the day we're all human so like having people sitting behind their keyboards attack you and like i i don't know because i i've heard it's gotten pretty bad for him on reddit i don't know if it's gotten as bad as it's gotten for me for him but it's gotten pretty bad for both of <laughs> Dude, us on Reddit. he has a whole subreddit for yeah. just hate i mean it's yeah. pretty bad i was I was the number one seen thing on Reddit roast me for two months straight. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 take that sub. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! (laughs) Yeah, we're professional here. Yeah, we got soundboard ready. Yeah. That's great. He has a win over Mirko Krokop. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like he's got big wins. He actually he beat um he beat one of my uh friends in the house, Marcus Jones. You know, like it, it was just like yeah. And I competing against Marcus Jones, I was like, oh yeah, he's about to slip. Hey, hey, Marcus, get up. Hey, hey man. Hey, 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 hey. You know, so to to think he finished. He was the 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 uh what the. Second, he got second place in that in that little in the yeah. show. Like everybody Roy, that was think, on right? that show went Roy on Nelson? to uh, who won? It? Big Country ended up winning it. Big Country, Big Country yeah. hit him with that overhand right and sent that man to another dimension. <laughs> we <laughs> we talked. I about mean, to him. be fair, not a lot of people survive. <laughs> nah, yeah, that, that, it's, it's something about like... this body size and that overhand right. Like yeah. Mark Mark Hunt, <laughs> Big Country, Daniel Cormier when he would throw his overhand right. Yeah. I think that's, that's what I'm missing. That is what I'm missing. I'm the only UFC heavyweight with that without an overhand right knockout. So hey you guys, <laughs> yeah, I got it's everything coming. else except for the knockout, the overhand yeah. right. <laughs> but yeah, man, like he he he's got big wins, and it's like it, it, you said it exactly. It's that alpha mentality. I think that really gets it's his him fan in base. trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, yeah, it's too many, too many chiefs in here, man. And like, just yeah, what would you say? He's got a whole subreddit. Just of hate alone, you know. So yeah, like now but, there's times where he puts himself there. Like I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, you sure. said that out loud. Like, come on, man. <laughs> we gotta stop. Give yourself five seconds. Think and then speak, sir. <laughs> well, he's, in this, he's in this weird world where like his fans are also his haters, which is like this in, in, yeah. this very interesting like new world of like celebrity that that also exists because there's so many like there's so many people you can just follow on anybody on Instagram. So, but he's got like it's like the same people who would troll him would also probably go to see him live like yeah. if he was in their town. It's the it's the it's those guys that uh you better not talk about shops. I talk about shops. It's like whoa, all right, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey I talk me. about shop. <laughs> 
My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Gringo Poppy's my favorite and least favorite stand-up special. And I hate him. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but oh, whatever. Uh, you know, the thing is, he, at the end of the day, he's probably he's probably as happy as he can be and yes. doing a great job. That, so all that hate does nothing to him. All that does is, is is sign more checks for him. All that does, yeah, bring in more checks for him, man. So I, right. I, will, I will give him that, dude. And, like, that was one of the things that it, it's kind of like, uh, what's this? This dog wants to go outside. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. Y'all heard, y'all heard him in the background the whole time? It's like, jeez. I no, no, no. Uh, yeah, um, but, like, that's his thing, dude. It's almost, like, not an image type thing now, but it's like I I'll play that role because I know how, but... I'm, right. I'm I'm not that guy outside of this type thing, you know. So if it's gonna if it's gonna keep them lights on, pay them bills. All right, man. Hey, call me what you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think people would definitely go to see you fight and do stand up at some point in your life because you do have I did a it all in one commanding... night. Oh, yeah. man. you do have a commanding <laughs> presence <laughs> right after you win. You coming yeah. live in Vegas, no. fresh from. <laughs> <laughs> You dude, fill I know the seats. Dude, I know they wild. have. Um... Sorry, what are you saying? Well, I was saying that'd be wild, man. Y'all got my yeah. brain. My my hamster started running again. It's not fast, <laughs> but he's running. I tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, there, there's just certain people, though, like anything that they say has this like extra punchline to it, like even if they're not even trying to be funny. But like it's uh, I don't know. You're very animated. You're very animated when you speak. I'm sure you are like physically also when you're like like wa- if I was watching you, I'm sure there's like an element to that also. But no, there's certain people that when they talk, they make you smile. And then the next thing that comes from it is a, is a good laugh from it. So. I think it, you got that in you. If, it's got if you ever me in trouble a lot too. So yeah, I, I need to get paid <laughs> from it too. By this point, that got me a lot of in-school suspension. Well, <laughs> really, at, Chris was well, that Shab- was that appropriate? <laughs> no, it wasn't, man. But it was funny. You even chuckled. At, at, to the principal. Ask <laughs> yes, Brendan. Maybe just just uh, ask ask Brendan and uh, Joe Rogan will tell you how to do it because <laughs> that's what happened. you know what. Half of that's Joe Rogan's fault because Joe Rogan was like, hey, man, I think you should do this. I think you should get on stage. And right. It was like two hours later. Hey, man, I think you should get off stage. I don't know why you did this. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. He also told him to retire, monster. too. Like. Yeah, he told him. He's like, just do comedy. Do the podcast. Stop fighting. And then he's like, yeah. I don't know. Brendan says too much. He's like, what? Right, he said it something the other day. He was like. I, I have I'm like a sitter for someone needs to like watch over Brendan and, and make sure that he says the right thing. I'm t- man, I'm and telling you, got, you, you got mad. Like get him a little uh, choke collar. Zap. Hey, wow, yeah. what you about to say? Uh-uh. Zap. Hold that. Uh-uh. Keep that one to yourself, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know they have um. I I don't know if they do it anymore, but the UFC does like a comedy show and a couple. Of, I know Andre Philly did one. Like you can do sets. This if they still really. Do it. Yeah. I, I forgot what it was called. Oh, they're missing out. They need Chris Burn out there. I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got to get you on there. Let me see. Would you, would you write something or would you just get up there and wing it? I'd, okay. Just, okay. After watching Dave Chappelle and what he went through, I think I could yeah. wing it for about a year or two. And then I'd have to start like dialing into some things. But I, I, I've... I think I've got enough, as they say, trauma is, is laughter. I've got enough trauma <laughs> that I could share on stage and make funny uh, real quick. That's what I, I'm thinking. One of my friends, actually, he's uh, his set starts off with, I'm a prisoner, I'm autistic, and my brother's a pedophile. And then you're like, 
whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the like, way, again, laughing at his pain, like the stuff he's saying, you almost feel bad. You're like, dude, do you need a hug? Or oh, he's good, he's good, he, he's all right. But like he, he honestly, it's crazy that all this is being said because he actually was like, dude, as soon as you get up there, he goes, if you thought fighting was whatever, this is that's this is even more of a rush. He goes, and you don't have to worry about anybody punching you. I said, yeah, right. Will Smith just walked up on stage. Just <laughs> this shit out of this Dude, Chris, that right there, that was a beautiful joke with yeah. such a good setup. Like that timing was perfect. Like you could have literally said that right. You could have said that on stage and been like, "Yeah, I've got a friend who taught, you know, was had a brother who was a pedophile, and he said, Chris, like, like fighting. If you think fighting is a rush, you're never gonna get punched on stage.'" And then I said, "Yeah, right." Like that whole thing was a joke for stand up. That's cr- like that's just that's just me. Like that's the thing. Like I don't I don't I would I, I think I, if I wrote I might mess myself up type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can do an improv set. That's, that's man. They used to be my thing. Drama. Oh man, yeah. tenth grade drama class. <laughs> well, you couldn't tell me nothing. Improv, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I just looked it up. It's called UFC Comedy Jam. I don't know if they still do them. That's when they did was last year. But they had Chael Sonnen did a set. Oh wow. Dean Thomas did a set. Yes. Yeah, Chael. So Chael. Yes. Ah, I love. Chael probably was killer. I love I Chael's humor. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think you are. I think you're needed for this year, man. Sign me up. Well, tell me where to sign up. Do I need to go to Reddit and tell them to go tell them to sign me up? Apparently, <laughs> you, gotta get, you gotta get roasted first. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't know yeah. Do it for that. a year. Re- record your sets for a year, and that's your that's your hour <laughs> special. Perfect. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'm here in Atlanta too, and they they've got all those little comedy sellers and. Come yeah. do 15 minutes every, you know, every, I get the little Facebook invites and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Okay, but, uh, so you, they're already like on you to, to do it? Not like just to go watch, you know, no, like, that's, like, it. Like, <laughs> that's it. Uh, <laughs> not to be in it, just, just the invite to go right, see, right. not to, not to be in it. But yeah, like, and they're like, they're even here. Cause I'm, I'm technically in Athens, uh, which you uh, go Bulldogs. Woo! Yeah, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like they, they have like two two or three shows every um no two shows. I'll say two shows a week. Um some something called the the Spotted Frog or something, something weird like that. And then some like, yeah, see exactly. That's that's the face I make when I hit, like when it when it pops up, I'm like, nah, it's gonna be four people and it's gonna be my mom, yeah. my brother, and somebody else I know. I already know how this Your is. Dog. <laughs> Everybody. But yeah, like so- I might I might check out one of those Atlanta ones and get the vibe in there first and then uh might might pop up, do, do some do some hidden work. Next thing you know, TMZ, boom, boom, boom. You a <laughs> fighter on stage, gets booed. No! Gets slapped in the face. <laughs> he allowed the slap to happen. I didn't know yeah. I could hit him back. I didn't know. <laughs> they come up and like spinning hook kick you to the head. Oh, that'd be it. That'd be it. Yeah. I fall on the ground. Trust me. Whole club. Change the club's name. That club's gonna be called Club Barnett by the end of the night. Club. <laughs> Chris, you said you're in Athens. Have you ever been to a Shane's Rib Shack by any chance? Yeah, actually, the first one I went to was down in Tampa. Like when they first you, started, oh, well, I was saying Tampa. They first started coming out, but I've, yeah, I've been to, I've been to the good old Shane's. You're all of them closed in Florida, all of them. 
So, what? and I grew up the, like that all was the of first my one I went to. <laughs> Every, I don't know. I really don't know. It's like somebody who was running them in Florida just didn't do it right because all their food was so good at every single one of them. Like all of my friends in high school, we we lived like a like a few blocks from a Shane's and we would just like go when we were like hung over to Shane's like all the time. And like uh, there was also one at FSU, like right outside of Florida State. And like they would go to there and then they all closed. But then the ones that were still open were in Georgia. And every single time, like I'll be in Anywhere near a Shane's, it's like a it's a mandatory stop for myself. Here, I got, I got news for you, bro. Uh-oh. What? Panama City Beat Shack. They have one more in Florida. <gasps> bah, bah, bah. Really? <laughs> <There's> one more. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what happened to him? Where did he go? <laughs> oh, man. Blind man driving to Shane's in Panama. <laughs> have y'all heard of Guthrie's? Do you, does Florida still have Guthrie's down that way? I haven't heard it's of Guthrie's. Familiar. See, they got rid of all the Guthrie's up this way, and it went down to Florida. And it seems like <laughs> Shane's came this way and left Florida. That's wild. But Guthrie's is like yeah. um, uh, we'll say it's like the Canes? the Walmart of yeah, the Walmart of Canes. We'll say. <laughs> 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 you, you gonna get what you pay for? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, the world needs more places like that. I'm telling have you. Been, have you? Have you guys had a golden chick? Yes. I think it's a Texas thing, but this is crazy. We we had one here. It was in Oconee County, and I mm. went to Golden Chick and I got the catfish. And my friend oh, goes, man. "What is wrong with you?" I said, "Well, this is this is the real test. Let's see if yeah. you're good at making yeah. other food." <laughs> I see what yeah, you we'll got your name some other time. I go to Chick Fil A. I ask for burgers all the time. They fail. Yeah. So, oh, hello. On Sundays. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think they actually just started doing burgers like for real. No, no they did. I know they had like sausage in the morning or something <laughs> like that. They have a place. Yeah, there's like one Chick Fil A that does burgers. Oh no way! My God, they yeah, got man. Isn't their whole thing in? like a cow on the side of the road that says like, "Thank you" with the sign? Yeah, yep. he says "Thank you for not eating me." I don't know, man. Oh, wait, there's no out. way. Cow's got a yeah, little yeah, bite mark out of it's them. It's only one. Next one you see. It's probably an impossible burger. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like a straight <laughs> beef burger. Yeah, it's, probably, it's probably oh. beyond meat. Hang on one second. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, it's... um. They're saying it tastes like an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> Ain't no oh, way. Like only one Chick Fil A has this. Yeah, it's not okay, an In-N-Out okay, burger. Okay. I see what it is. It's so they're like outsourcing and then labeling it as Chick Fil A. So it's not really a Chick Fil A burger. It's like Ooh. another restaurant that's Chick Fil A technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, secret menu like type of stuff. This. I see what's going on. Yeah, here. okay. <laughs> I got caught in the headlines. <laughs> So Chris, will you be uh, will you be watching the Brazil card this weekend? Yeah, uh, what's crazy is uh, what um, Hill Hill uh, yeah. he hated me. He really? absolutely hated my guts because what I was supposed mean? to fight his training partner in a fight that was gonna be the uh, like his training part. If his training partner would have beat me, uh, Brent's I want to say his name was Brent something Brent. Uh-huh. Brent something. I want to give him a shout out now because we're all good now. But uh, if he would have beat me, he would have got the call to the UFC. But mm. the UFC was like, 
ah, forget all that. Chris, come fight Ben Rothwell on seven days' notice. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, I'll go fight Ben, you know. So, um, yeah, he, he actually hated me for the longest time. And then it took, uh, oh, my God, what's her name? I think her last name's Hill, too. It, not, is it Jamil Hill? No. Angela? Angela Hill. Angela Hill. Yeah. Actually, was like, no, he's a great guy. We just talked about you. He actually, <clears throat> we spoke about that fight, and he just da 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 da. He didn't know your vibe because he knew you thought you hated him. And I was like, hang on. Uh-huh. So you mean to tell me he thought that I thought that he thought that I thought that he thought that we thought that both of us thought? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, man, that's crazy. So now we're best friends, though. But <laughs> it, really? it, it's wild. Yeah, man. Like, so he, I was actually supposed to do. He did this little, uh, little video. Everybody was doing the whole. 90s, um, you know how the 90s shows used to come in with the well, it's a rare condition yeah. in this day and yeah. age, and do a little pose or whatever. <laughs> I was supposed to do that if I was out there at the PI with him, but I missed out. Like, he ended up getting like, uh, I think Curtis Jackson and Ganu, Forrest Griffin, and like a couple of other guys <laughs> to do it or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, man, so, um, I'm actually. That fight is going to be wild to me, you know, because he, he just shot up the ranks and the way he shot up, like the way yeah. he knocked out. Um, Tiago? No, not or Johnny Walker. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like somebody unplugged that man's controller and I was like, uh-uh, that's, oh, no. <laughs> you got to hit the block button, hit the block. Oh, finish him. Disgusting. It's like, no. And they like, it even hit him that clean, too. He like grazed that's his forehead and he went out. So if he's packing yeah. that much power, and, like, it's the front of the head. You know, most of the time it's, like, the side yeah. or the back. You know what I mean? People go out like right that. Here. He grazed my man. So that's, that's one of the hardest parts of our head. You know, so, yeah. wow, we. And then with, with Tashir, I just, dude, that Father Tom is trying to catch him. And Tashir is giving him stiff arm every time. He's like, yo, you watch out. Not, <laughs> not this time, sucker. <laughs> you know, so to see that fight, that's going to be wild. But. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. Who who was the champ? I, the one I that just it. gave up the belt. Brent, uh, Brent Yuri? Zahadi? Yuri. Oh, sorry. We're talking Yuri about Prahasa. Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri. Uh, so I was on the same card with Yuri in Ryzen. Um, uh, and uh, I got to see him beat uh, Fu- Fujita. I think that guy's name was. Uh, he actually uh-huh. did a, a decent. He had a decent fight against Fedor. Like, that's Fujita's uh, claim to fame or whatever. Like, yeah, like he he had a decent fight. You, you hear what I'm saying? He didn't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like he's, he's a legend over he there. He survived. You, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made it past 30 seconds. Hot damn. Good. Uh, so I saw what he did to him and to see how he is. Like that's him. That's not a fake. That's not whatever. Like my man knocked him out, went bowed, went back to the back meditated for like 20 minutes with some candles and stuff and you just like hey can, can we can we go talk to him no okay yeah no no i don't want him to do to me what he just did to that guy so i'll wait <laughs> i'll wait over here you know but uh really i, I really wow. want to see that that jamil hill and yuri fight to be honest with you like yeah not to you know push it forward or whatever but because it's two yeah. super super young guys that climbed really really fast you know well i don't say really really yeah. fast they i feel like those two climbed the way it was supposed to be no one you know came in from another hey he needs to fight because i'm the champion up here and i said so none of that happened at all these are just two guys they ain't got nobody they didn't have nobody they made it on their own type thing and you know look where they're at type thing you know so that that right there to me is like the i would love to see that but then you know hey again like i was saying glover glover's got that got that stiff arm on father time right now so (laughs) if, if he can keep him out there and then like even with when he was fighting yuri 
he almost had him until he decided to uh, take it to the ground. 30 seconds. It was like, come on, it was what crazy. are we doing here? <laughs> that, that fight was bonkers. Yeah, it's, it's, Complete. Yeah. This is such a hard fight to, like, to root for one person because, like, I really want Jamal to get his belt coming, you know, and, like, he came from the, he'd be a first contender series guy to mm-hmm. get a belt and, like, you know he's been at it forever. But then, like, you also want to see Glover win the belt in Rio and, like, yeah, defy, like you said, defy Father Time. It's, it's, yeah, like, it's a you hard don't want to see, just, like, oh, this guy's going to win. Yeah, you don't want to see Glover get knocked out in his hometown, no. which is <laughs> most likely what is going to happen if Jamal wins. And, yeah. it, it, but it's, it's, Okay, like what's weird like, is you Paul also Craig. See it at the same time. Paul Craig's on the card too, and that's the last person who you know. That's the only person who had Jamal Hill's number, and that one, that one little fluke freak accident just took Jamal in the first like thirty seconds. And since then, it's so funny because before then, I was on the Jamal Hill train, and then right after that, when after he came back after. Uh, after uh, physical therapy and everything, his comeback has just been crazy yeah. since then. Like it's just been unbelievable. And I don't know, man. There's very there's certain fighters that when they talk, it's like I believe everything that this man is saying, and he's one of those people. Like he is for sure. Like I'm just like that's just a, like you hear everything about it when he's talking about like street fights when he was growing up, and you're just like, this is the guy. Like I want this guy to be our champion right now. Yeah. It almost throws you off at first because, you know, you hear everybody, oh, I'm tough, I'm tough. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. This guy is actually tough. <laughs> let me see, let me see <laughs> right. back real right. quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. He would definitely, if in like a room of like nine tough guys, I feel like he'd be the one being like oh, the yeah. coolest and most chill out of all of them. And, and everybody's like looking at him like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> he's also giant too isn't he like 6'5 yeah, or something he's huge I, like he well it looked like him and Glover about the same height but see these these USC shoes they give us they always add about two inches to <laughs> me too I, <laughs> I wear those things everywhere they're like oh man you grew I was like yes I did I finally hit my girl's first my mama always told me I was gonna make it <laughs> But yeah, like that, I think I just saw the standoff between them in front of the uh, the little yeah, dude. I was like, please don't do nothing stupid. Nobody do nothing stupid. Don't nobody do nothing stupid. <laughs> but everybody kept 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 their composure. So I was like, okay, good. Yeah. We, still, we still got a fight so far. Well, I'm excited for it. How do you feel overall about the status of uh, your division? There's some cool stuff going on right now with uh with or I mean, not cool stuff with Francis leaving, but cool stuff with John Jones coming back. It's there's just a lot of changes happening. Man, it's uh. With Francis, I'll tell you what. I think the internet's trying to get me beat up because there's a there's a thousand memes and like there's this thing on yeah. Twitter right now. The real reason Francis left, and sure enough, my goofy <laughs> butt pops up, and I'm like, y'all, if y'all don't stop, I, I've stood next to this man, and let me tell you something, something ain't right. That, that's not human, right? There. I don't know what they put in his oatmeal when he was little, but damn it, man, I missed out. <laughs> So, he just ate concrete when he was little. He had to. He had yeah. to. That's that between rocks, <laughs> rocks for cereal, concrete <laughs> for dinner, rocks. man. Like just good lord. But um, yeah. I, like that cereal gone and Jones fight is so tough for me because it's like, I don't want to say it like that, but Jones cereal gone is what this is gonna sound bad. What Jones wants to be? No, not like like type thing, but like what Jones has formed himself to become. So you got a guy right. that was moving like Jones at heavyweight. Now you got Jones at heavyweight, but 
the only thing that that really gets me with that whole overall fight is Gon let Francis Ngannou wrestle him. No one even knew Francis Ngannou knew how to wrestle. <laughs> so right. that right there threw me off. Now you're going against a guy that's coming up in weight. Now look, now I've been big my whole life. It's easier to go down and, and adapt than it is to come up and adapt to, to being mm-hmm. big, trying to fight heavy. Now you can go train and do all that, but that that live action of having that meat on you your whole life is, is a big difference, you know, than just gaining the weight over time. Now, if John would have gained this weight, I'll say in like four months somehow and gone up and fight, I'd be like, no way. There's no way. But look at the time frame that this dude's had to gain all this weight. So he's walking around heavyweight now. So it's almost a mirror match. So you got to start breaking down little things. They've both got great stand-up, both this, this, and that. And what it's going to come down to, I really think... Is going to be that wrestling. John Jones is a wrestler. Right. I mean, again, speaking yeah. of Chell, Chell was an Olympian, and he he literally made it his job to take this dude down, and he did it with ease. Again, uh, Cormier, you know, weird kind of takedown, but still got the takedown. You know, so it's like <laughs> he's he's scoring these takedowns with ease. If Gon is on his wrestling tip, then I think it's going to be it's going to be one of those fights to where it's like. The who's who of who, you know, like whoever, whoever lands that punch, because I've trained with Jones and I know his wrestling is is beyond crazy. I trained with Jones when I was uh, fighting overseas. So I was like three, three hundred plus. And this dude lat dropped me like it was nothing like I, I, I hadn't count ceiling tile since like my first day of wrestling practice. And I, when he flipped me, I was just like. My tea's gone cold, I'm wondering why. <laughs> and now my phone's the ground. <laughs> right after it, you know. <laughs> and he was sitting there, and then he started mocking the elbows, and I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. Like, this is nuts. You know? And that was him That was him getting ready for um, Ovent St. Peru. So he was coming down. He was cutting weight. We're talking, yeah, we're talking cutting weight, uh, coming down, and him at... Just, you know, he was around like 210 at the time, 208. So we're, we're like two weeks out, and he's, he did that to me. I'm fresh. Well, kind of fresh. I just got beat up by Alistair Overeem in the other ring, and they're like, <laughs> hey, Chris, you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and sure enough, I get, I get John Jones' lat drop next, you know. Um, so, like, I know, I know the wrestling's there, and I know wrestling um, isn't, you know, Gun's thing. Now here we go back to Jones' weakness. Jones has always had problems with guys that are either as tall or taller than him. You look at Guffleston. You look at uh, who was that with the Thor's hammer on his chest? Uh, Tiago. Tiago. You know, you look at uh, Dominique Reyes. You know, you know, know, so like those guys were all his height and gave him problems. You know, all those those were those. Oh, even Ovens. Ovens took him to his what his first unanimous decision, and I don't know how long. You know, so. People don't talk about that one enough. Yeah, that's that. That's I don't people people don't give Ovin St. Peru enough credit. I was oh, actually he's at, a bad dude. at his first fight ever with uh his first winning fight ever at with XFC. I was uh, there at Tennessee and my training partner CT Turner. Uh, uh he kicked CT so hard. <laughs> my man CT's toes started throwing up gang signs, and now we were like. <laughs> Get him out. We gotta get him out of there. We gotta get him out, you know. So like I, I knew Ovens was special like then, you know. So yeah. with what people don't really recognize is he took that man all five rounds with a broken arm. Like my man's arm was broken, you know. So you were saying Jones was knocking off Rust or whatever, but 
what over on short notice too. Yeah, that was man. that was supposed to be DC. Yeah, exactly. Because that, that, yeah. that was the exact camp. Um, I was there. I was there for that camp for DC, and then um, no, what what camp was that? Because uh, oh my god, Rome. Um, oh Rumble? No, no, not Rumble. I, it might have been Rumble, because uh, oh my god, the Cuban the Cuban soldier of God. Why can't I think of oh, name Romero? Name? Romero came Yo. in. He came in to help, uh, to help also with the um, with the camp and ever. And I would just remember them. No, it was the Ovens. It was the Ovens. It was the Ovens um, card. But like the way Jones was, just like just that whole overall camp. It, it was just it was it was scary. But yeah, so like the whole height thing with him, and then gone, gone ain't tiny, man. I remember seeing him for the first time. I was cutting weight for the New York fight, and I was walking down the hallway. I wasn't like groggy or anything, but I was done. My coach had already pissed me off enough, and I was like, leave me alone. I saw him completely fanboyed out, and I was like, hey, man, first thing I say to this dude, this big giant in the hallway, hey, man, how come you ain't follow me on Instagram? And he looked at me, he goes, oh, my God, man, you're funny, but come here, come here. Okay, I'll follow you. What's your name? And I was like, thanks, man. I'm sure he thought I was just like a make-a-wish make a kid trying to, you know, trying to get him to follow me. Because the way he looked at me and how I looked at walking up to him, he was just like, Okay, and he's nice enough. He's that guy too. He would be like, "Okay, yeah. let me help this crazy person out real quick. Get him out of here and go." <laughs> but yeah, man. So like, I think it's gonna be. This is one of those ones. Like, it's like ten, 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 nine on this side, ten on this side, then nine on this side, then ten on this side. You know, type thing. So it, it's it's one of those fights, as they all say about all of them. It can go either way. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, when you talk about these guys, like you're talking about you walking up to them, like, you know, being a fanboy and like they're, they're giants, which I, I totally understand, like in a stature sense, but then you get in a ring with them and you're, you're fighting, you're putting up fight, you're actually knocking some of these guys out. Like, what do you, what do you think about, like, when you think about like a future of you, you know, climbing the rankings and being, getting in the ring with one of these guys, like, cause they say like, no UFC fighter is scared to fight another UFC fighter. And I kind of, I, I think there's, there's, what Bologna. do you think to that statement? Baloney, right? Baloney. I'll tell you what, even, even like, even Bruce Lee said, you have to have nerves. Like you have to be nervous going into battle. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause if you don't, yeah. you don't care about it. You know what I mean? Like if you don't like have that type of emotion with it. So me, one like literal sense, all of them are giants. Literally, right. I'm the I'm the shortest heavyweight <laughs> in UFC history now. You know, so yeah. everybody's taller than me. Everybody's always been taller than me. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is though, but when that door closes, everybody shrinks about four to five inches for me. Like everybody seems what- like they're my height. Like it, and it's it's okay. like a it's no longer a um a fear fearful type game. It's like just be faster than this person. And maybe that's what it is. Like my speed is yeah. what's allowing me to almost seem like they're the, you know, same size as me or whatever. But as soon as that cage locks, I don't see the height anymore. I'm like, Hey, we're eye level. All right. I can kick you in the head if I want, you know, it's like, that's all I see. I don't see it as, <laughs> nice. Oh man, I'm gonna have to do a jump. Who we, I'm gonna have to get the power Rangers ready for this one, baby. But <laughs> no, nah, it's just, it's always just a, a same level playing field type thing. You know, as soon as that cage locks, you know, like, that's I'll cool. say I haven't fought the, you know, the the Joneses and, you know, whatever yet. The actual tall, tall fighters, you know. But then again, no, I take that back. I've sparred with uh, um, uh, Stipe. I've sparred with Stipe, you know, and that was terrifying at first because Stipe hits hard. Like, it, we had on everything, and 
that I don't know if it's just the fireman strength or what, <laughs> but my man hits hard. And he's the crazy thing was is that he wasn't it wasn't like malicious. Like I've been I've been I've been I trained with Uber Ream. So before her, before Alistair was all the way off that stuff, uh, yeah. my man <laughs> used to like his goal was to hurt all his training partners or he didn't have a good training day type thing, you know, and then. It kind of got to him. We would we we would all just be like, "Hey, man! Um, so my nose is broken. You think I can take today off? Um, so if your nose is broken, um, we'll work on jujitsu, and uh, you'll just be on your back, and we'll figure it out from there." Uh, yeah, all right, thanks, man. As long as you don't hit me in my nose, yes. Make sure you bring your gloves. I don't, I don't, I don't need to bring my gloves, Alistair. If we're if we're if we're not if we're not punching each other, why why do I need to bring my gloves? You know, but uh, like he would. He would try. Well, he didn't know try. Let me rephrase that. He would destroy us every day. And then so it took, uh, I think it was like Rashad. Rashad was like, look, dude, you can't break your toys if you expect to play with them. You know, and he's like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense, Rashad. Thank you very much. You know, and then that finally, like it. It, it, it finally clicked. And he used to love me because, again, I, I, I linked up with him overseas days. So I'm three, I'm like 340 actually when I link up with Alistair. And he just loved the fact that I could take his hits and keep moving forward. Uh, <laughs> little did he know, deep down inside, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but like after rounds, I would piss him off because he would put a, sh I mean, it looked bad. Like somebody should have, <laughs> I heard, uh, what was it? Throwing the damn towel. Like I heard that all the time <laughs> when, when he would go off. But at the end of the round, I'd always be smiling and be like, yeah, baby, you ready for another one? And the, and my little corner coach would be like, look, dude, at any time you want to get out of there, you let me know, okay? I got the fireworks <laughs> in the car. We're going to set something off, all right? We, we out of here. <laughs> you know, but it, it was always, again, like I was that outside guy looking in. I'm training with the greats. This is when Alistair had three belts, you know, so I'm not about to miss that opportunity. I don't care poke out both my eyes, break my nose, DDT me twice, do whatever it is you got to do. I'm not missing out on this opportunity. And honestly, me training with him changed everything for me. Like I started fighting meaner, like, like my fights, not, I'll say not meaner, but I started getting more aggressive. I started being so passive yeah. with a lot of it, you know, and it, it got to the point of this guy's not going to hit me anywhere near as hard as Alistair hit me. You know, and, and that was a it was a beautiful mindset to have. But it also had me taking a lot of a lot more punches than I wanted to, because I was like, yeah, I'm tough. Oh, I'm tough. OK, wow. I'm tough. OK. Hey, those add up. huh? -wee. With Alistair, it's just one with you. It's three. OK, I got it now. I understand. You know, so that like it, it helped form who I am, like getting back to that. It's crazy because people shun the Taekwondo point style. But when you break it down to it, besides, you know, if you leave it to the judges, if you score more points than your opponent, you win, you know, or as pop say, you want to end it, end it now type thing, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so it, it's like it's man, it's it's it gets you to the point. So you have to you either can I don't even know how to say it, uh, man. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, you play the wind. I don't know why it's playing in my head. But anyways, uh, just get back, get back to Jones and 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 gone. Uh, I think Jones is going to end up showing a completely different 
fighting style because heavyweight, you can't do a lot of the stuff that he was getting away with at 205 because his leverage was different at 205. Like, he, it wasn't that he was the strongest. He knew how to use his length when he was out there, right. you know. Um, and then with Gon being, again, Jones's height and whatever, that leverage factor is gone. So it's going to really play down to who, you know, who, who's got the best strategy pretty much when it comes down to this. And uh, I don't know who Jones' actual, like, coaches are anymore now that I think about it. I know he went out and trained. Well, I think with, he's at fight ready. With, yeah, he's with, with Henry with, Cejudo with Cejudo and whatnot. Sure, yeah, I know yeah. he was down there for a hot minute, but he invited me out to New Mexico with Maurice Green probably about four months back. Uh, or no, when did Maurice Green fought PFL? How long ago? That was like eight months back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little while. Yeah, hooey, hooey. Uh, so, yeah, when him and, him and Maurice Green were, yeah, the crochet boss. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, they invited me out there, you know, to go train with, and I swear, like, life will just find its ways. Like, that would have been perfect. What better way to train with the one of the tallest heavyweights, you know, uh, with Crochet Boss, and then, to me, one of the, the brightest, like, you know, in the ring. Uh, Jones, like, the way he breaks down fighters and stuff and, like, how he studies the game, and he gets to know the fighter before he gets in that ring. So he knows, like... He, he studies, like, a lot of, like, I don't say weird stuff because I did the same thing with Gian Vellante. Like, I found out this man had a baby on the way. He's a football coach. He, he knows, like, he's stalker type <laughs> stuff, you know. But that's what, yeah. that's what I learned that from Jones. Like, you can kind of get a little bit more from somebody knowing what they're kind of going through throughout that day. So, like, I knew Gian was going to end up being late to weigh-ins because he had a football game. And I was like, hmm, I bet he's feeling the pressure now. You know, just, again, <laughs> little mind games that you can trick yourself with to make yourself feel, okay, uh, he's going to be tired because he's a coach. He's got a new baby. I know what that's like. Who we, uh, uh, he's going to be tired. You know, so you start playing those type of games. And if you look at Jones's little, uh, little notebook that he has, he has stuff in there. Like, okay, Rashad is not going to blah, 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 blah. Cause I know on Tuesdays, Rashad goes out and parties type thing, you know? So during that whole Rashad Evans Jones fight, I don't know if you saw when he closed the book, on uh on um on yeah. Rashad when he turned yeah. the corner. That's the type of stuff he had in there, you know what I mean? Like just picking apart little little details and whatnot. So when it comes to like breaking down martial artists, I think Jones he just does that well. Or was it I don't know, like that's the thing too. I don't know if it was uh Jackson and Winkle John because to see those two work is like it's like Magneto and Professor X, dude. It's it's <laughs> oh my god, it's beautiful, man. Like it, you're just like one wants the destruction of everything, and one wants you to to destroy it, but do it peacefully, you know, type thing, you know. So <laughs> it, it's 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 a beautiful thing. So you had all three of those minds working. Not to take anything away from Jones either, but when you've got those two, it's you know those two type coaches with you you're not going to miss a lot of times. And you got a specimen in Jones. You got those, like, it, again, it, it's like some, they, they literally just had controllers on the side of that, uh, on that octagon and anything they told Jones to do go like you, that there's a video of uh Winkle John. Um, no, is it Jack? Yeah. Greg it's Greg, Greg Jackson, um, talking to Jones and he goes, Hey, my friend, I want you to take five deep breaths. You're doing very well out there. And it's like, what kind of computer AI system is this? Why is this like? <laughs> but it was like, it was perfect. Like, because you, you need that kind of positive, again, positive affirmation, especially during a fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you right. can get that from somebody during a fight, it's just like, wow, man. Oh, hang on. Dog finally came in. Hang on, close this door. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so like yeah, to, f- to get that vibe from, from a coach and then with Jones' knowledge alone, I, I really think like uh, until I fight, uh, this is going to be fight of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, I, I think it's going to be. I, I agree with that. Who were, what would you say? Cause I mean, a win over Jacob Collier, like that's, I mean, he, he was, he had a, a lot of hype. Win. Yeah. He had a lot of hype behind him. Not that you don't. Or, I mean, I just think that this probably created a lot more hype for you. What, what, did, uh, what does the year look like for you as far as like, who do you want to fight this year? Would, would be, who I, I know like want to fight. I've yeah. never really like the first, my first UFC presser. They were like, you got to say some names. And I was like, I don't know any names. So I was naming folks like I knew Walt Harris was in the UFC. I had fought him before. So I was like, yeah, Walt Harris, uh, that guy, and Brock Lesnar. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. But um, Well, just, yeah, I guess to, to, to climb up a little bit more because, I, I mean, I feel like it's – you go you – go, I mean, Jake – Jake's had like a lot of big names. He's mm-hmm. fought like last year. He fought Arlowski. He fought some good. You can stop right names, there. So you had me at Arlowski. So let's talk about it. Jake, I yeah. feel beat Arlowski. Like if you right. if you if you ask me, I really think he beat him. Like the fight, first round kind of nah, but I gave it to Jake. Second round, uh, more or less Arlowski doing more boxing and Jake, you know, mm-hmm. defending, but you know, still taking a lot of shots. But uh, was it that round he scored that takedown? I think he scored a takedown in round two and three. You know how weird wrestling is when it comes to these judges. So yeah. you got that round, you can give it to Arlowski. That third round, Jake wakes up. That's what Honestly, that's what we were waiting on uh, for this fight. Like They're like, don't burn down that gas tank because you know he's got that turbocharger back there. Because the way he yeah. woke up in that third round against Arlowski, it was one of those kind of like, hmm. I wonder, I wonder how this is going to get called. And sure enough, like, Arlowski, uh, split decision winner. And that was, like, Jake's third or second split decision. Because I think uh, yeah. Carlos Felipe had beat him. Uh, split de- no, no, no. Carlos Felipe, I think, had beat him unanimously. Well, I don't know. I think it was, like, either his third or second split decision. Because I remember in an interview, Jake was like, I'm going to tell you what. This one ain't going to decision. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. It was Carlos Felipe split decision. Split decision. Yeah, Carlos Felipe. And then was there one prior? Uh, he beat. Uh, he beat prior G- to that. No, no. He beat oh, John yes. Valente like by decision unanimous decision. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Just so he was like, he was. He's tired of the decisions. Tired of the splits and losing yeah. this one. Man, we're not going to the end. And I was like. Boy, all right. And that was, I'm glad. Like, see, no, we're not. That's the thing, too. That's the thing. Okay, so Jones picks up that, right? He hears that. I picked that up, and I turned up my cardio. I made sure, like, because I felt like I was doing enough, but you never know. You hear something like that, it turned me into turbo mode even more. You know, I was like, Chris, you can get in three more reps. You know why? Because Jake's going to get in five more, so therefore you need to do eight more. And it's like, okay, all right, let me go ahead, you know, get get these in. So, um I honestly think with with the the push and stuff and even with the guys and the staff, they're like, Chris, the 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 way you're moving the needle, as they say, you know, the yeah. way you're doing things, you know, the fans wanna see you. Um they they wanna put me on bigger shows. And so with bigger shows, meaning pay per view, you have to find people that 
also have either, you know, been in that position or climbing up high enough. They don't want to jump me up to the, you know, to the uh, who Aspens and, you know, stuff like that. Those type of guys. But let's 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 try to get them in that top 15. Who's there that we can match them up with? That makes sense. Arlowski just right. lost. Right. So yeah, with him so. losing, me winning, me beating Jake, yeah, he just lost to the, I think the the Brazilian guy, uh, scary Brazilian dude, Marcos, too. yeah, yeah. who we, that's, it, it was that's, like, the, that's dude, the fight, that guy's guy. scary. yeah, that dude Arlowski's is, the fight, <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's what it, it makes sense, it makes sense, and to me, it, it can be a pay per view fight because me, yeah. fans wise, numbers wise, will say. Um, uh, moving, I'm, I'm, I'm moving the needle, you know, UFC wise. But and then if you go back and then sure. you look at our records, I'm 23 and eight. He's like a million and 12. So <laughs> either way, <laughs> either way, it's you know, even on paper with that, we still have high number of fights. We're gonna go out there. We clearly are both gonna put on shows. You know, Arlovski was the UFC champ at one point. This and that. You know, so to me, that's the fight to make. Not not, not in a oh I'm going there and da 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 da. No, all all no, no, because no. I've I've trained yeah. around him before. I actually trained with Alistair when Alistair had to fight him. You know, so it's it's one of those things. Like there's always been that mutual respect. You know. Um, but I think honestly, that's that's a that's a really good fight. And then he's a stand-up Such guy too. You know, I would love yeah. to just stand and bang. I wouldn't want to have to worry about getting taken down. Jake Collier said he wasn't going to take me down. Sure <laughs> enough, <laughs> he he went for it. But I also I knew why. I heard that. I heard that <sighs> in that first round. I was like, wait a minute. I know he's not tired. There's no way he's tired. Not Mr. Jake Turbo. No way. But um, but yeah, I think I think Arlowski is the uh is the big move, and then not to you know, but the but the but the but the but the UFC just signed me to a uh not UFC just signed me. Uh, we extended we extended some things over here, so you you're gonna get a lot of your boy. You're gonna get a lot of your boy out there. You know what I'm saying? So well, congratulations. I appreciate appreciate that. Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah, man. So like that—that's the—that's the big thing too. And then I told them straight up, I was like, if y'all don't want me to fight and y'all want me to come in and just look, Bruce Buffett gets tired, his throat gets stuck. We can we can throw a little spin on the on the ring announcements. Mine's gonna sound a little different now, but I'll bring them out now. I'll bring them out, you know. So uh, one way or the other, I will always be a part. Of, <laughs> always be a part of this. I don't want to say like a Forrest Griffin type thing, but. You never know. Forrest was from Athens, you're, Georgia. Maybe it's an Athens thing. Maybe we just got. Maybe you're, co- we'll, you're a company man. That's it. That's it. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not hard to it. please, and I like to please others. You know, that, that that's awesome. That's that's beautiful to hear. And congratulations. That's I appreciate, appreciate very that, exciting. Sir. And like like I said, like seriously, I mean, I I love everything from the prelims to the last fight of the night every single weekend like that's that's my little uh spiritual sanctuary on on the weekends like i I get a lot of i I really just get a lot out of it and that's the only time i'm ever sitting in front of the tv is for the ufc fights and seriously man there's something there's something very infectious about when you go out there like you make even people who aren't like a diehard fan like you just get people very excited so i'm happy that the ufc is recognizing that I love it. I love myself too. <laughs> Working out for me. Hey, <laughs> with uh, awesome. that Collier fight, um, my, my my family, like my dad and I, like to watch the fights, um, and my mom watches the fights too. But my little brother's not really into it as much, so it's not a lot of time that we're like we're all watching mm-hmm. it. 
But um, on that fight, the Collier fight, I was like, you guys got to come. You got to watch this one because it's going to be crazy. <laughs> and then we all came out. And, like, you know, you see the first round. You're like, damn, it's rough. It's rough. And then you come out. And you start you start winning the fight, and we were all screaming and like jumping up, <laughs> losing our minds. And it really does like your fights really get you pumped. Like it, it, they don't even watch the fights that much, and they were losing their mind That's and screaming awesome. and rooting. Oh, so man, it was awesome. It was a cool moment. Oh man, yeah, I got I got a lot of people in trouble that night. Apparently, like yeah. my brother was in the middle of Walmart, and he had it on his phone. And he, uh-huh. he's in the checkout line, apparently. He was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Cold yeah, blue. Dude. Cold blue. You know, and then uh, my friend almost got kicked out of his apartment because he, this fool lives on the third floor now. Now, you know good and uh-huh. hell well. You can't be stomping. He's 300 pounds, and they put him on the third floor. But whatever. That's their own fault. That's on them. <laughs> so this fool was, of course, watching the fight. He, he said, he said he was sitting down. But he said, right. like, these under downstairs neighbors said he was jumping and thumping so hard that the ceiling, like the, the popcorn <laughs> ceiling stuff was like, it was falling off. I was like, oh, God, he's going to fall through, like, the secret shredder. No! <laughs> hey, if anybody if anybody live bet on you after the first round, I bet you made them really happy, Oh, though. yeah. Uh, what, Theo, Theo Vaughn? Theo Vaughn? The guy, the... Who, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, yeah. he loves me king. now. He absolutely loves me now. He was like, dude, I don't think you understand, man. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's <laughs> oh well chris i don't know i don't know how much time you want to give us but we we really appreciate how much uh this has been a lot of fun seriously and, oh um, no look like really thank you. don't yeah. say nothing but y'all keep me from my responsibilities and i'm not mad <laughs> no, I, do, no, I, do. no, I do i gotta go uh i gotta DDT these kids to bed real quick. And, no, uh, man, we, seriously, yeah, this, just, uh, man, this, this has been this has awesome. Been yeah, real for privilege real, for us. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you've, you've been seriously amazing. So this has been really cool. Yeah, this, this, I forgot, I forgot this was an interview. I thought I was just talking to some, to my, to my buddies, man. I thought I was that's, just talking that's to my how buddies. We like, man, that, that's what it's all about. I, I, I appreciate you saying that because it shouldn't yeah. feel interview, interview formal. It should definitely feel more like a, just a conversation with pe- people you enjoy. So, Thank you. I appreciate that. That's why I was having so many um, brain farts. I was like, Chris, stop talking. But I was like, no, I like these guys. This is, so, this is fun. I want to keep talking. You know what I mean? But, but nah, man, that, that was awesome, dude. Like, this, this, was, this was amazing, man. Oh, dude, thank you. We, we, we obviously it. like you. So we'll be, uh, we'll be definitely in touch. And we just, uh, we just really, really, really want the best for you for this whole year and, and your, your career. And just uh, really going to be, uh, we're going to be really rooting for you, Chris. That's it. That's it. <laughs> It's my favorite book. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <You're my> boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, hopefully I get that, get the news soon of whoever it is. And uh, man, look, it, you know, I always tell people I'll try to drop it first, but the U.S., they're really, they're really sneaky. But I don't know who yeah. Yeah. is out here dropping these names before, like, because. I'll get a message. Oh man, you're fighting such and such, and I was like, I am. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> who? They're good at that. We know. Yeah, so they're, if, they're good at that. If I find out first, then I'll definitely we can we can drop it here. But I highly Let's doubt do I'll be the first person to find out. Half the time I don't find out. I'm even fighting to about four weeks out. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, your contract. We've had it over here. But yeah, here you can go ahead and sign it now. <laughs> hey, oh, thanks, guys. All good. <laughs> you know, all but, good. Uh, well, in the yeah, meantime, man. in the meantime, the Arlovsky fight is the fight to make. You've That's heard it, it here on. <laughs> 
the <laughs> Fighting Chance podcast first. Fighting Chance first. I think he's wait, wait, making sound a effect. lot of movies boop, 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 though right boop, boop, now. Boop. That's the only bad thing. I think he, he's out there What'd making. Uh, I think he's out there making movies. Like uh, I think he was just mm. in some. Um, I forgot what movie it was called, but yeah, I think he's out there, out there doing the movie thing. So I just need him to dial back. Give me just, you know, give me about <laughs> four months with no movies, and let's just get this ready. <laughs> yeah, he's dodging you. That, there it is. No, no, stop it. No, <laughs> still get the word. Everybody keeps saying that about Ngannou. Did you? There's another meme. It said after Jones wins the belt, he'll vacate it too because he knows. And then you pan over, it's a picture of me because he knows Chris Barnett's in the UFC heavyweight yeah, division. Yeah. And I'm like, here we hey, go, that's, here we that's go. That's fun though. That's fun. That's got to be fun though. Those oh yeah, are, no, I love those it. are really funny. <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard of those, but that's got to be really fun they're, to see. They're those like each day. everywhere. Yeah, really. <laughs> and they're everywhere. They're, okay, so I don't uh, try to figure. Uh, I don't know, what's a good body type? Oh, I don't know. Think of Homer Simpson in a bear suit. <laughs> There's a picture of me in a bear suit like that, and I'm standing behind Fedor Emelianenko and Vandalay Silva, and they keep posting this picture, the three real legends of MMA, and I'm like, y'all, y'all have got to stop. Y'all have got to stop. I'm wearing a full grown man bear suit in this picture. Y'all can't say the three legends of MMA, and I'm sitting next to Fedor. One dude was like, Fedor's real pet. That's why he got so good at MMA. And it's like, oh, my God. You know what? We, we can't have nothing nice. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That one yeah. right there. <laughs> what a great picture. <laughs> oh, my God. I want that hat That's awesome. he's got. You saw Vanderlei's little hat, the, little pork pie hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, the little fedora. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta walk out with that. Hey, hey, it's a fedora. Forget yeah. about it. <laughs> if I fight New York again, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, have a great rest of your night. And uh, seriously, uh, thank you so much for this. And we'll, we will be in touch. Awesome, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Again, yeah. next time won't take three times to get me in. I, I'm, I'm hey, here. It was it was all worth it though. It was yeah, all worth sure. it. Awesome, awesome. Man. I appreciate it, y'all. Thanks, yeah. Chris. Awesome, y'all be good. You too, you man. Too. Thank you so much. Hey! That was the best one of all time. Best one of all time. We I, can't I beat said, that. We can't beat. I said it before. You know. <laughs> I love all our guys. I quit. I that quit. Was awesome. We're done. We're done. It's that all over. Awesome. We just did two hours. And it's all downhill from here. You know, this is um, just at least one more thing if we if we don't do any more today. Yeah. Uh, last episode, it was, it was a tragedy. It was a tragedy. We didn't have our Bleed on Blood Wars soundbite. But, uh, I love that the the interviews the conversation has just ended and we're just gonna yeah. for anybody who's listened they need to know. Dude, in Gilbert honor Burns is about Gilbert to Burns. fight this weekend. Yeah. It's Gilbert Burns fight week, so uh, yeah. Ian yeah. Wadry. Yeah. yeah, maybe if he beats uh, Neil Magny and then maybe gets another win, he'll be fighting. Ian Wadry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, what a great interview! What a great guy! Dude. That was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you, Sal. For, thank um, you, bro. Thank you for being you. And yeah. um, uh, there's not much more to say. I feel like it was all said already in this episode. I think this was a perfect episode. Yeah. That was awesome. That was it awesome. Was. Yeah. I, I, I just uh, I feel 
I feel alive. I feel filled with smiles. I feel <laughs> Chris's positivity. And yeah. and honestly, like it's it's so relatable. Like his life is his outlook, his uh his methods I feel are, are very effective and extremely relatable. And I think if anybody wants to take something from this, you should try it out. Try out that uh that positive look because one percent a day. One percent a day keeps yeah. the doctor away. Dude. Uh no, Epic. it's really uh yeah, man, this was this was really awesome. Yeah. Chris is the best. The best ever. Best ever. The goat. Some would the say. goat the goat of a fighting chance, that's He's, for sure. I mean, you heard it from him. He's why Francis Ngannou left the UFC. <laughs> yeah. Basically. For sure. For sure. No, but uh, for anybody, any future guest coming on a fighting chance, step gotta, it up. You got to step it up. There's a high it's, bar now. Yeah, uh, the high, high barnet. The high barnet. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, my sound is off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man. thank you so much for tuning in to uh, episode twenty of a fighting chance. With Chris Barnett, I'm uh, don't Jared. To... Oh, oh, don't forget. Oh, I'm Jared, and he, we Jared got our main Jared. man Sal here. And uh, yeah. please don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, ring the bell. And uh, yeah, there's gonna be a lot more, uh, you know, juicy, fun content. Oh yeah, throughout this the rest be a fun of the year. the year, yeah, and for sure. Uh, you know, we get we get more shows like this. We might even have a, a 2024 coming up. Who knows? Being Wadry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got yeah. Brazil coming up, so get excited. Brazil. Thank you guys for tuning in.